0: Hey everybody, this is Renee Lipsmeyer from The Space Between, and you're listening to The Space Between Podcast, the show that lets you listen to how the fans feel about the music, the art behind 31 years of the Dave Matthews Band. Stay tuned. Hey guys, this is Renee from the Space Between podcast and you are listening to the Space Between and this is the podcast where we talk about the fans of the Dave Matthews Band. So welcome to another episode. So this episode is called, drumroll please, Birds, Bees and Dave Matthews Band Please. Now I have so many reasons why it's called this, but you're going to have to wait. Yes, I am going to make you wait. To find out why it's called that so let's start with night zero so night zero is always um the night before day one of any show right and so for deer creek we had a night zero on thursday night which was held at murphy's pub there in fisher's indiana there were so many people that turned out for this event it's always one of my favorite things if i can be in town early then I never want to miss a night zero because again, it's just time to get together with other people who are in town for the exact same thing that you are. And so you can feel, you can feel the excitement in the air and everyone's ready for the next day, but they're also so very ready to see each other. Right. And again, this is what this podcast is about the family of, of the fans of this band. And so when we get together, it feels like a family reunion. We talk about, you know, our last show, our best show, the next show, or, you know, you know it, it it is also a lot about life right like what are your kids doing what are my kids doing what are you know what are your spouses doing all of the things and so um, night zero was very special um, a lot of amazing people there and a lot of talent too so uh, we had a couple of performers that um, were so generous with their time to come in and really kind of just help us celebrate the weekend in Indiana So let's fast forward to night one. So night one of Deer Creek, of course, if you don't know a lot about Deer Creek, Deer Creek is always or has been traditionally a two day weekend. And so, um, we have Friday night and Saturday night that we both, um, that we, that we get to see the band, um, in one venue. So it's always super special. So The band did not disappoint this weekend. I mean, opened up the gates with Tripping Billies. Um, And I'm going to have Andy put up the set list here. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you can actually see the set list that is popping up right next to my head. And so night one, we're going to read through these Tripping Billies. When the world ends, you might die trying. Walk around the moon. And then Mad Men's Fake, or Mad Men's Eyes, which was a fake in the minarets, which honestly, it was the first time I'd ever heard them do that. And honestly, it just kind of worked. I think the vibe of Minarets and the vibe of, of Madman's Eyes complement each other very well. They still have like the underlying, like, same um, feel in the song. And so that was the first time I heard them tease Madman's Eyes and then slip into Minarets. And so after Minarets was Sledgehammer. And I know that that's a controversial song for a lot, but here's how I feel about Sledgehammer. I feel like it's a party every single time. So you've probably heard me say this before. Every time I hear Sledgehammer, it takes me back to Dallas- 2019, I was with one of my girlfriends at the Dallas show there. And of course, this was the year 2019 that we played that uh, the band played JTR and it was raining and it was just it was a magical show. But what I remember about Sledgehammer is when they played it, my girlfriend and I we just ran down the aisles and we're giving everyone like high fives and and all the things. And so every time I hear Sledgehammer, I think of that moment, but I think of just looking around and seeing all of the fans just kind of be present and so happy to to be singing that so always a party um and then he goes into looking for vain funny the way it is it could happen bartender rhyme and reason break free which again is another one of my favorites i even have it tattooed on my arm um proudest monkey um into satellite which was a fake again you know the, the first night they really they were really in tune with what um the fans want we love a good fake I mean who doesn't like to be teased just a little bit especially when it's coming to like satellite or something um so then into so damn lucky where are you going gray street All Along the Watchtower into Stairway to Heaven, which was a partial, and then All Along the Watchtower. And then, of course, two songs to close out the night, Funny How Time Slips Away, which is a cover by Willie Nelson, and then Warehouse. So if we look at the statistics on the first night of Deer Creek, uh, we got 19 songs plus two songs as an encore, so 21 songs for the night. Um, And in that group of songs, we got eight at tour debuts those being trip and billy's minarets sledgehammer bartender rhyme and reason proudest monkey where are you going and then we'll count the cover of uh, funny how time slips away so an amazing night amazing night and then that brings us to night two um night two had a little bit of a different feeling and here's why gates opened a little early we all received an email or some type of message saying hey we know that it's going to rain um so we're going to open the gates a little early so that fans can get in get situated gates are going to open a little early so all of of the same um and then um, they kind of just said you know the show may start a little early which i think it just started on time if memory serves me correctly but we only did get 16 songs total um for night two because they did have to quit early for rain delay so night two opened up with lie in our graves which again i love this song so much but every time i hear it um, my heart just goes out to my good friends mary and bob who are in rogers arkansas they have been chasing this song forever and honestly it only it only gets played at this at the venues they are not at right so every time I hear a lion uh lion or graves I'm like oh my god Mary and Bob again like I feel guilty at this point right like I, I keep getting the one song that they're chasing and so you know I definitely sent a text message to them that was like I'm sorry like I feel so I feel so bad that I keep getting it over and over. But then um, my friend Shannon, she was in the pit for night two. And she did the exact same thing. And we didn't even know that we were both contacting Mary and Bob. Uh, Shannon said, I Facetime Mary and Bob. And I knew they couldn't hear me because I was in the pit. But I knew that they would be able to hear the song. And so she basically just kind of held the phone up being right there by the stage kind of held the phone up let them listen and then hung up and so i did get to talk to uh mary uh later (laughs) in text messages and so i think they're all at the point now it's like yes thank you everyone for letting us know that they played line our graves again yes i know we still haven't heard it so much love to bob and mary in rogers arkansas you will eventually get it but here's the deal Mary, you gotta get back out on the road with me. Come on, girl, let's go. Okay, so after Lie in Our Graves, I went into Fool in the Rain. Always a fun song to hear and then the stone and uh every time i hear the stone i'm like oh again this is why i love this band um after the stone they went into monsters dancing nancy's i want you she's so heavy again one of my favorite songs i was not super familiar with this song until they started singing it this year in 2023 um and the more research i did or maybe at some point i heard the band talk about, you know, Hey, this is a Beatles cover. Um, so naturally I go, um, onto the internet. I'm like, okay, let's see what this sounds like from the Beatles. I feel like the Dave Matthews band did a really good job of, of covering it. Yes, it does. It, they do sing it in a very similar way as the Beatles did, but here's what I like about it when Dave sings these lyrics, and if you're not familiar with this song because it's new for them to sing, definitely try to get on um, online on YouTube or whatever and find a video of them playing this. <laughs> what can Dave not make sexy is the first question. There, There's not an answer to that because I don't think there's a whole lot that he cannot make sexy. But for me, this is a new song that he has like sexualized for me. And yes, it's a sexy song anyways. Like, I mean, after all, what are we saying in these lyrics? I want you. I want you so bad. I mean... everything about that song is so fucking so fucking sexy so it's so glad to be standing there on night two getting getting that thing to me it was amazing (laughs) as all the ladies say right like oh that was out to me Well, you know I loved it um after everything um into Jimmy Thing Brick House Gravedigger She So Right which again was if you ever ask me like what do you want to hear so Right is always on the list. I feel like it's so fucking sexy. Again, that tends to be like what I'm looking for. Like, oh shit, that was really sexy. And and those are my favorite songs. But So Right is always a winner for me. Uh, PNP was next, and Rapunzel, of course. And then um, Ants Marching. And that is when... They stopped, and honestly, I kind of wasn't for sure if we were going to get an encore because by this point, the lightning was going, we could clearly see it, we knew we could feel it, we could feel it happening, and so they took a very short break. Um, and then they came back out and surprised us all with Halloween. Which is always a wonderful surprise, right? Like, I remember um, there were several people standing around me. And uh, Kelly Allen, who, hey, Kelly, if you're listening, had brought her new boyfriend, who, by the way, is amazing. I love, and and this is another thing I love about the Dave Matthews Band shows, right? We go to see all our friends and our family. But then as things change with our friend's situation, whether that's, you know, a new boyfriend, new girlfriend, new baby, what whatever the, the shit may be, because life is full of new changes. Uh, Kelly had brought her boyfriend. I had never met him before. I definitely had talked to her on the, to put the dots together and connect and meet him and make that connection. But also to see how much he like adored her. I, I love that. I, I loved watching that. So she looked at him when they played Halloween and she goes, this is a really angry song. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, but it's, what's it about, right? At the end, love is hell, right? Love is hell, love is hell. So um, who said love was easy, right? Who said love was easy? So I love Halloween. Who doesn't love a good angry song from time to time? I think, I think it was, uh, it was a good closer for that show and, and just like the tension in the air and like, how magnetic it was outside with the lightning and the wind and like it was getting dark and and we all kind of knew we were getting close to the end but we didn't know exactly how to prepare for the end so halloween was definitely a winner so in night two we ended up getting um three tour openers or tour tour uh debuts uh or oh, whatever it was the first time they had sang them in 2023 i always get f- confused with the words but the stone she and halloween had never been played in 2023 so for the weekend we got eight the first night three the next night so a total of 11 tour debuts in this one weekend now you'll have to remember we have been through several big weekends um And there still are several more big weekends of of the tour ahead, but I think right now, and of course this is my opinion so definitely fight me about this, I feel like that Deer Creek is probably what everything has to live up to now. Now I know the only thing that I could say next to that is Meriwether, Bangor, Maine. Those two venues had killer shows, but I feel like they were... I mean, they, they were good because of like the, of the situation, right? Like it was raining. They knew it was going to rain. So the, uh, set list kind of, uh, reflected the weather and like what was going to happen. So I love it when a, when a set list kind of reflects the weekend or the night or what's happening, right? It just makes it so much more memorable and maybe a little more special. But, um, why the hell did I call the, the title of this podcast, the birds, the bees and Dave Matthews, please. Well, I really wanted to do it, the birds and the bees, because, you know, that's sex. And I was like, hmm, Dave Mounties fan, yeah, that goes together. But I also have a really interesting story that I'm not going to share on this podcast. I'm going to make you come back, right? Because I'm going to make you come back for more. So I'm going to close this podcast with saying I had the most amazing weekend there were so many amazing people who even just came last minute to um deer creek and i'm just so humbled by the amount of people that you know texted me or called me or messaged me or helped me out when i showed up with no fucking tickets because that's the kind of person i am i just last minute kind of do shit um Everyone was just so welcoming and the people that live in Indiana are so fucking proud of Deer Creek and I can't tell you how many people welcomed me not only (laughs) to Indiana but like welcomed me to their home venue of Deer Creek. Everyone was just so inviting. And I think that that's what makes it contagious is when not only is the band great and the people that show up to hear the band amazing, but when the locals are also like, thank you for coming. We know we have a special venue here. Um, it really just kind of makes everything work, right? You just feel so happy to be there. You feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. And then you've got all these people who are like-minded and are there for the same reason. So, If you weren't at Deer Creek this year, I would definitely uh, make a little note to try to make that happen in 2024, 2025. One thing we do know about Deer Creek is it does happen every year. So you could go ahead and put in that PTO time for next year. It does typically run towards the end of June, 1st of July. Um, And so uh, make make that a plan. If you've never been to Indiana, if you've never been to Deer Creek, definitely mark that on the list of things to do I know that next year um, probably right after or right before Deer Creek will be Alpine traditionally Alpine is every other year but it also falls near Deer Creek typically somewhere around July 4th weekend Uh, so one of those weekends you definitely definitely try Deer Creek but also put on your on your um, plans that maybe to try Alpine next year Um, definitely a fun venue and I would put them I would put them really near each other as far as quality of... songs that we get how much the band loves Deer Creek Um, we know that the boys have definitely talked about how much they love Alpine and how the Alpine is one of the venues that sings the most back to the band and so that was amazing to get to see the crowd interaction the fan interaction going back to the band and just giving them all of the love that they deserve so be sure to go ahead and start planning for 2024 I don't think it's ever too early to start planning and here's how I look at it if you have a plan that's already out in 2024 you write it on your calendar and you go ahead and you tell your spouse is like, Hey, here's what's up. Well, the closer it gets to the date, the less likely they are to be able to tell you no, because it's been on your calendar for a year, right? So like, just go ahead and write it down. Tell it to the universe, like, Hey, I'm going to Deer Creek next year and it's going to fucking happen. So be sure to stay tuned. If you're listening to this on a podcast app, first of all, thank you so much for doing this. Second of all, if you have any desire to watch this shit on youtube i want to throw one up to andy mendoza who is my editor he puts this show together and makes me look better than i ever could by myself so thank you so much to him but if you want to watch uh these podcasts you can definitely get on youtube and go to the space between podcast with Renee lipsmeyer and so there will be several shows on youtube um we are in uh we're in season three. I don't even know how this is happening so quickly, but we almost have 40 if or maybe we already do. I'm not keeping up. 40 episodes and they're all so very different. We started in season one where it was just me trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing and how to do a podcast because again, I'm a nurse. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but what I do know is what I love and what I like and that I'm smart enough to figure this shit out. And so thank you so much for like being supportive and helping me try to like Chase some dreams at 43 how old am I? 43? (laughs) Yeah, I'll be 44 in November. So thank you so much. Um, Be sure to check out the YouTube. If you do find yourself on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, all of the things, because what that does is that shows the people that are watching, because yes, unfortunately, we have to have people watch to see that there's growth in the show. Otherwise, if no one is interested in the content, they go, well, why do you keep trying? So be sure to do all of those things. Subscribe, like, comment. That doesn't mean that you have to watch everything. It just what it does is it shows us hey you gave us some credit, you watched it, you listened to it. And so those people that are watching our show statistics are definitely seeing that. As far as podcasts go, if you can help me by making sure that you have your alerts turned on, whether you're getting this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, however you're doing it, there is a way that you can subscribe to our podcast. It will let you know every time a new episode releases. So be sure to turn that on. And again, every download gets a number and a rank. And so definitely want to show our people that are watching that yes we've had you know 100 new downloads today or or whatever that is so all of these small things you listening right now is helping me to further tell the story of the dave matthews band fans um, and the 32 years that we've had together and hopefully many more years ahead so last but not least the birds the bees and the dave matthews band please i'm gonna tell you about a bird in indiana that that dove into my car and i relocated it two hours south in iowa (laughs) It's this shit that happens to me every time I go to a Dave Matthews Band concert, but I fucking love it, right? This is what makes the stories great. And when I get back home, I have all of these fun things to talk about. Um, And it just makes life more fun. So definitely a shout out to everyone that was at Deer Creek. Um, And again, be sure to watch the video on YouTube. This weekend was a big weekend for some uh, some really dedicated fans who have... Put ten years or more into helping other fans really embrace this community of fans um, to make them feel like everyone is on the same. Um, we're we're all the same, right? And we do it all of the we do it all the same, just like Dave says. So, just because you've only been to one show, or if you've been to five thousand shows, or you know you've never heard of the Dave Matthews Band, when you show up to a concert, you will be greeted as if you are like anyone else so again thank you for everyone that stopped me um and told me you know about the show and and your experiences with it or just your support again i can't tell you how much that means and so uh, again this is a passion and and a love for me so when other people can see that i'm doing something out of love and that it's exciting and then i really want to make it work it just you know, it's nice to be complimented. So thank you guys for everything this weekend and be sure to stay tuned. I don't want you to miss the next episode. If you can show some love to Andy Mendoza, he's been putting all of this together. Um, and so definitely show him some love and guys, be sure to stay tuned next week as I am headed back out and I can't even believe it. I leave a week from tomorrow and I'm headed to Albany, New York which I've never been there before so I'm super excited everyone has told me that spot that SPAC will be will be amazing and so it definitely has a lot to live up to I don't think it's gonna beat Deer Creek actually I know it's not going to but hey I'm up for the challenge so SPAC is on the 14th and 15th of July ah and then um The 18th is Homedale, New Jersey. The 19th is Jones Beach. And then the 21st and 22nd is Camden. So I will be coming home after that. And so we've got, let's see, we've got one, two, three, four. We've got six more shows. Uh, And God, that's just happening next week. So guys, be sure to stay tuned. I will be live in New York and New Jersey next week. So peace, love, and Dave Matthews fan.